Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello and welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here live on the air with me. I am always so grateful for you, for each one of you, for listening to my show live, archived, and also for downloading the show on iTunes. I do appreciate you all. Much love to you. Just a quick introduction. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. Some of the areas that affect our life are as follows but not limited to our personal growth, professional growth, money, finances, spirituality, health, fitness, and also overall the quality of life. On this show, we have guests that come and help me along the way, and sometimes I host the show solo. Before I bring on my guests, I would like to set my intention as usual. My intention of doing this show is to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's all up to you. All I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your right, your life, so make the decision that is right for you. My guests are professional in their field, so if you like, you can reach them directly from the information I provide on the show. And remember, the show is intended to be for information purpose and also thought-provoking. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.coachingbyria.com. You can also send me a message here on the show, so make sure you follow the show for up-to-date information. You can also email me at coachria, one word, at gmail.com. That's coachria at gmail.com. I'm also on Skype, so please reach out to me if I can help you in any way. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Ria will return in just a few moments. My guest today, Nadia Power. Nadia is a leader, a visionary, and a creation of her own making. She has brought her talents to the forefront of her life to create energetic harmony in the life of all she meets. As a clear energy expert of the Clearing Clinic, Nadia combines a seasoned creativity, expert intuition, and heartfelt empathy in conducting the vast energetic harmonies we encounter every single day to align people with the symphony of their lives. Her work has empowered others to capitalize on major opportunities in business, relationships, and personal transformation. Please help me welcome Nadia to the show. Hello, hello, Nadia. Welcome, my friend. Hi, thank you so much. I don't know if you missed the beginning. I actually played, you know, for people who were listening to the uh, beginning of the show, you heard a piano. And that is Nadia playing the piano. My goodness, girl, you are very talented. God bless you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. I, I mean, I have to say, you know, you are a pianist, writer, and entrepreneur, and at age 20, so for people who are listening, at age 20, you are the, the, the making of your own self, so obviously, and uh, you have a great story to share with us here on the air, so I do want to thank you again for taking the time to inspire our listeners. Yes, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. I just want to give uh, a little um, information before we get started. I opened the chat room, so if you like, please sign in and uh, um, share your comments. If you have a question, you can do that. We are live right now. Of course, the show will be archived the minute we go off the air. 
You can also call us, if you like, with any questions or comments at 626-213-5773. And also, if you are an international caller, you're welcome to call in uh, using Skype from the show page. So make sure it's next to the phone number. There should be an icon for Skype, so dial from there, a free call. Tell us a little bit more about Nadia and how she came to be the person she is right now. I mean, obviously, I know, you know, we chat off the air, you and I, you had gone through a lot of adversity and pain, you know, as a child, and uh, it only made you stronger. And, and, and the saying about whatever doesn't kill you only makes you stronger is really, really true. And here you are, um, a business entrepreneur, uh, someone who reach out and help people. And uh, so tell us a little bit about Nadia, something that we don't know. Sure. Um, would you like me to go a little bit into, you know, my backstory and then how I kind Yeah, of- you know, uh, briefly, you know, so we can talk because I have a lot of things I would like to cover with you on the air and uh, make sure, sure we have a funny time. Okay. Yeah, I definitely don't like to, you know, dwell on the past, but um, I do have an interesting story. Um, I was born to parents who were heavily affiliated with an organization, um, a religious organization, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, as parents themselves, they they were, um, I don't know how to say this, but I think they took, they took out their own, um, you know, unsolved conflict internally, like mm-hmm. they carried them out through this religious organization, and in turn, they felt right. empowered to be able to abuse me emotionally, psychologically, um, and actually physically and sexually as well, um, as I came to realize as I grew up and grew older. Um, and since I, when I like, was five or six years old, I remember just suddenly, instinctively feeling this shift. Like, I was looking at my mother one day at the time, and I was like, um, I had this weird moment of clarity that I would never truly get along with my parents in the sense that they would never see me for who I was, and to expect actually a lot of adversity coming up. And mind you, this, like, it wasn't like in this language, but this mm-hmm. is what emotion came to me when I was, you know, five, six years old, mm-hmm. and that when I was 18, I would actually leave the home if I wanted to live a life and fulfill my gifts that I, you know, that I came here to share, and so that's kind of a startling thing to realize when you're that young, and then, you know, of course, I started, um, you know, experiencing the the true effects of abuse, um, you know, like I said, like, I, I chose not to be part of my parents' religion, I was heavily, you know, emotionally and psychologically abused for that, and in addition, I was just the culprit of their own inability to handle, you know, their lives. And then when I turned 18, um, you know, I talked to some really trusted people in my life, and I had been thinking about this, you know, internal desire to move on and create the right. life that I knew I was intended to have. To open so a new when, chapter. Yeah, so when I was 18, I did. Um, I left the home permanently, and um, since then my life has opened up in ways that, I only imagined when I was a child, but, you know, I believed in some way um, they could come, this, these amazing changes could come to me and my life could expand, and now it has. So it's truly a testament to, you know, life is really miraculous, and if you give it a chance. It, it truly is. It truly yeah. is. And, and you know, obviously you did um, make the decision, and even at a young age, that you had enough. You had enough of the physical and emotional abuse, and you knew you knew because you had that intu- intuition in you at a young age. As I read some of your um, blogs and stuff that you had written, you know, you had your um, what is it? Your sense of intuition at age seven, you said. So um, you knew at that point. Six, five, that? and six, yeah. Five and six. Okay, so that's a very young age, and actually, I, we shared a little bit of background on that sense. But uh, um, yes, and and from that point on, you knew there was something better than what you can actually yeah. what you experienced at that time. And I just wanted to relate to and add to what you were saying. This is really applies to anything in life. So if you were even at any age, you know, abused emotionally or even physically, and uh, you can break out of that at any time, but you need to realize, first of all, seek help. You know, that's important things. And second is to really want to get out of that situation. You know, yeah. you need to want to. You know, I think if there is no want in the middle, um, we we tend to fall into the victim, you know, role. And uh, you are a leader, so you are a leader of your life. You chose the leader role versus the victim role, and that is incredible. I have Thank to say. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, and and so you know, and then obviously you are a very creative person, and I was am- amused by all 
your creativity, you know, from music to acting to writing to, you know, coming up with this new, um, um, would you, it's not that new, but the business that you're running, the, the clearing clinic. Mm-hmm. And you say that we must embrace, embrace our creative spirit. Can you tell us a little bit about what you mean there? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you know, besides, you know, intuition forewarning me of things, I always say that creativity saved my life um, because that is our fundamental spirit. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a very spiritual person, and I believe that we each chose the lives we have here, and we each created ourselves. So basically the amount of energy it took each of us to birth ourselves, well, first of all, to grow in our mother's womb and then birth ourselves into life, we, mm-hmm. all that energy is still available to us today. And it's just sad because... You know, we were born, and of course, we're, hopefully, we're loved by our immediate family and, and friends. But we get um, indoctrinated by a society that doesn't value creativity, that is fearful, right. that is holding on to constrictive ways of living, of business, of education, of politics, true. money. So, and we're just stifled. So we forget we have this endless creativity, and this is the life force that makes us realize life is meant to be joyful. We are naturally happy. You know, we're meant to celebrate every single day, like every single moment, actually. And so if we can reconnect with that infinite creative spirit that was once available to us and that brought us into this world, think of all the amazing things we can bring into this world. You know, not just children, not that they're not important, um, but, you know, our own creations and and positive evolution for, for, for society and just teaching it to be more expansive. I, I just can't believe, you know, at, at such a young age, you are so beyond your time. You really are. And I'm not making this, you know, just saying it because I'm, I'm speaking with you on the show. I'm very uh, straightforward kind of person if you get to know me more. So I, I really do mean it. And, and that is, um, that's amazing, you know, that you actually grew from there. And at age 20, I mean, you know, you are a true inspiration to many people at any age. You know, that you can change your circumstances. You can tap to your intuition. You can. I mean, we our intuition is a natural thing for us. But the problem is most of us, we don't tap into that. Creativity is our natural being, like you said. And we're talking about spirit here. We're not talking about religion here. We're talking about spirit as right. your... Yes, exactly. I just wanted to make sure I'm clarifying here. Um, so I am a spiritual person as well, and I come from that place where I feel, you know, we need to connect constantly with our true self, which is, you know, forever good and pure, right? Unconditional love for ourselves and unconditional love for our spirit. But, you know... It has to be a tough challenge. I mean, I know your story, you know, more than our listeners. And like I said, I don't want to necessarily go into detail of your story. But how did you really, you know, find the light through all this adversity, through all that pain that you had to go, you know, go through? Because I have to say, that's not an easy thing to get yeah. through. It's easy. So can you tell us a little bit? Absolutely. Um, it's two words. It's really okay. simple, and I'll explain them. It's my mother. Um, and oh. it's not my biological mother because, you know, like I said, like when I was 18, there was no sense of support at all since like, you know, that I, that I needed at all since infancy. And when I left home, I was not expecting to have, you know, another, you know, female like figure in my life, let alone a mother. But, um, I actually met somebody who I started working for and we just got to know each other and she found out my story that I was like living alone in the city. And as we got to know each other, we just had an amazing connection and, Finally, you know, it was so it was so innate. She was just like, I feel like it's already said and done. But do you want to do like an adult adoption? Do you want to be my daughter? And that from that moment on, it was just you know, she's such a spiritual like leader in my life. She's basically um, been the one who has helped me to realize my own internal knowing that life is meant to be joyful and meant to be happy. She's always you know, we're always laughing. And um, the the main important thing is that you know. No matter what has happened in my life, like I used to, I used to hardly be able to sleep. I used to have panic attacks all the time, like mm-hmm. just a year ago. And no matter what thoughts are whirring around your head or what emotions are coming up, you can all you have to do to really get out of those is break the energy pattern. And it's easier said than done mm-hmm. at first, not right. because it's hard to shift into new energy, but because our fears we become so comfortable right. in them, and we don't right. know how to live without them. Like we, we like, and right. I felt personally like darkness and like you know, being alone in isolation and running from things was a comfort to me. And um, I ran into so many things of, you know, a sadness, true personal agony. Like I love this 
my mother now so much. Like, why couldn't I, why can't I connect with her the way I want to? I feel so blocked. I'm so scared of connection and intimacy and everything like that. So um, basically, once you realize that there's something in your life more valuable than your fears and that you want more than, um, you know, the things that you once thought were your comfort, your sense of comfort, when you're ready to move past illusion because you realize what's greater on the other side. And I think fundamentally, when you realize, like, when you love somebody else unconditionally, all your stuff, all this little stuff, which in the end, that's all it is. It's stuff that's happened to right, us. Right, stuff, right, exactly. We, when you have someone in your life you love so much, you just begin to realize, geez, I just want to be as connected to this person as possible, and I will do whatever it takes um, in order to, like, you know, get in my own, like, creative clarity and my, my own energetic clarity to do that. So um, what we've done is just constantly she'll, she'll help me refine my intuitive skills, my energy work skills. I work with a pendulum, a dowsing pendulum, um, which is basically um, like a, it's like a pendant attached to like a metal chain. And mm-hmm. with that I can I know what that up. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really helpful, and it's really ancient, actually. And um, with that I was able to... You know, daily I could wake up and, and do a meditation and use that to help me reset my energetic fields, help me to keep my thoughts clear as much as I can. I'm not going to say it was an easy, bump-free process. I, you know, had tantrums. I had fits. I mean, things came up from my childhood. Like, I felt like I was five years old for, for a few mm-hmm. months there because I had never let myself realize, like, all these pent-up childhood anger and, and aggression, you know, and... Sometimes, like, it is okay for this stuff to come up, but there has a point where you have to realize it's just emotion, and when you understand that life is meant to be happy, you just need to look at your emotions with that lens so that they don't lead the show. You know, you lead the show, and you can let your emotions come up, but you have to handle them in a way that you understand that they're not in control. Well, that's what it is. I mean, you can't hide before, behind your emotion. You know, you gotta, you know, you gotta bring them up front and 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 deal with them because they will always be there in the background. You know, and they will eventually interfere with your life. Um, you know, I mean, and we had talked about on the show before many times about the two main emotions us human experience in our lifetime are fear and love, right? Mm-hmm. And fear is our personal enemy. And, you know, obviously if we come from a place of fear and we didn't really deal with a lot of the emotion, uh, we will be in that cycle of repeating things and, you know, events and situation and different people, different circumstances, different places. It's like different day, you know, but it's the same thing, right, um, like they say. And, um, but, you know, I have a question for you, but we're going to take a short break and have one of our sponsor, um a play a little ad for them, but you know we're going to talk about healing, and and I have a, a really big question for you, and I know I didn't discuss that with you, so it's not going to be a surprise, but <laughs> stay tuned, and we'll be right back, and we will continue, okay? Okay, great. All right. by David Jean Baptiste, the author of How to Be Happy. In this short yet powerful book, David shares very simple techniques on how to relax your mind and body to achieve happiness in your life. He shows you how to free your intention and how to connect your mind and body to achieve a deep sense of fulfillment from within. So make sure you check out David's book at www.thewellnessclarinet.com. That's again www.thewellnessclarinet.com.
welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for tuning in. You, of course, you are listening to uh, a, a beautiful piece of music from uh, the composer is David Jean Patiste, and uh, he's playing the clarinet in the background. Do you like that, uh, Nadia? I love it. I was like, oh, uh, that's he's, he's awesome. He is yeah. incredible. Really, really good. And he actually put a put a program together, a book, including music and stuff like that, and it's just amazing, and I really wanted to share him with the world, and he has been on my show before, and uh, David, I hope you you enjoyed your uh, little short piece of uh, music here. Um, so anyhow, before the break, again, thank you so much for being here, Nadia. I mean, as I mentioned, Nadia is a leader, a visionary. She is Beyond her time, she's at the age of 20, uh, she's an entrepreneur, she is a leader of her own life, she is on her way to have a magnificent life and also make a difference in other people's lives. So it is really, truly my pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you again. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. So before the show, we were talking about emotions and, and healing. Well, we didn't talk, we didn't get to the healing, so that's what I want to get to. But I want to read something that Rumi had said, and we were talking about thinking and thoughts. And I actually posted that to Facebook yesterday at night, and I said, put your thoughts to sleep. Don't let them cast a shadow over the moon of your heart. Let go of thinking, Rumi. Um, you know, because thoughts and, and, you know, you and I have something also uh, in common with anxiety attacks. I used to suffer of anxiety attacks myself for, for a long period of time until I dealt with the actual issue, the emotion that was involved in the uh, um that bringing on these these anxiety attacks which is again you know our thoughts right mm-hmm. because your feeling comes from your thoughts how you feel it's what you're thinking so when you ask yourself the question you know what am i thinking about and uh or if you're feeling terrible you know ask the question what am i feeling what am i thinking about why am i feeling this way i must be thinking something you know negative and you know obviously i had to deal with it on on, on my own term in that sense to bring down the truth to where is really going on why am i having these panic attacks and you know obviously because you had gone through adversity and you had gone through pain physical and and, and mental abuse there had to be so much buried thoughts and beliefs in you, you know, that's, um, that was so painful and it bringing on all these attacks and all these, you know, anxiety that you were feeling. But the healing process, and that's the most important thing, I think that's the best gift we can give ourselves is to heal, right, and to forgive. Um, but I, I guess what I, my question is to you, and, and please, you know, if you don't want to answer it, I would just leave it alone. You know, you said about a new mom, and she's not a wonderful person. I would love to, you know, I wish she can call in and we can say hello. But anyway, <laughs> um, I mean, have you ever thought, like, your mom never really knew anything better? I mean, like, could you, like, when you heal it, the healing process, you know, you couldn't find a way to actually forgive her? Or, I mean, I don't know exactly where, you know, again, you don't have to answer the, you know, the, the question. Yeah. If you Okay, if you don't want to. <laughs> You're talking about my biological mother? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that I haven't forgiven her. I've forgiven her, and I've, you know, I've forgiven my father. It took it took a, a little while, but I have. Um, it's never an option to to not act, um, and that is just not a judgment. But that's just coming from my own life and what how I hold myself accountable. Um, I felt I knew that I could never be a person who was honest and truthful to who I was if I didn't take the action to assert myself and create my own life. Mm-hmm. And um, no matter how scared um, or disempowered you may perceive yourself to be, really the only things that are um, creating that in you are your thoughts, like we were just talking about or how you were mentioning, you know, your thoughts create your reality, they shape your emotions, mm-hmm. and that, that um, and, base, and they never, you know, the thing is, though, so many people think that thoughts shape your actions they don't no um, they don't no. the only thing that they do is they can either make it easier for you to act in clarity mm-hmm. or they can make it more difficult for you to act in clarity and when you have somebody like my biological mother who thought um she was fulfilling basically you know she was fulfilling her wifely duties to be extremely subservient to an abusive husband and father um and you know providing for me definitely domestically you know um, she definitely physically my needs were were uh, for the most part met 
um, except for the physical abuse. Like I was cooked for, you know, I I I I was, um, you know, materially provided for. I should say not necessarily physically, but materially. Um, even though that, you know, that's 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 I guess what she thought her role was. And um, really, though, like we all have an expansive nature, so that is just not a realistic, you know, expectation for somebody who is a mother. Um, who is just another human being. So, you know, although I am thankful for the things that, you know, that I was materially provided for and I, you know, I have forgiven her and everything, um, it's never an excuse to let your thoughts um, create such a disempowered state of being Mm -hmm. um, that you choose to instead be with this disempowered state of being instead of taking action. Um, so yeah, if that kind of answers your question, I can totally you know talk more about this. I don't yeah, know I mean I, the reason it comes to my mind because I you know I think about the heart chakra right, and I think about like you know buried you know emotions and feeling, and I think unless we clear I and mean, because that's what we want to get to talk about energy, right? Because I feel and I I do you know some of that work myself and with some people that I work with is if if you don't clear you know certain things you know, in your heart chakra, you you will start acting from those feelings, right? Mm-hmm. So your your certain things can be manipulated by those feelings, and they are buried so deep inside. I mean, you're only 20 years old. So, you know, I mean, you have a, a whole life ahead of you. Um, but, you know, I want to talk about that clearing process. I mean, you know, you must have gone through it. So tell well, me. Let's, yeah. let's go real quick because it just expressed a thought in me, again, re- re- relating to my biological mother. You know, I when I became cognizant of all the stuff that was happening to me growing up as a teenager, I said to myself, you know, look around, abuse people of this degree, of this severe degree. You should take them a lifetime. But you know what? I am not going to, like, wake up when I'm 40 or just keep suffering until I'm 40, like, with these pent-up emotions, living in an illusion, living in, you know, in a, in a, in a place where I'm projecting my biological mother against, you know, all these people and... I'm feeling fearful and I'm fe- feeling little and unloved. Like I wanted a fast track, a, a truthful track. So it was definitely going to be, you know, intense. But I wanted a, a, a clean, clear track to recovering, and that meant absolutely encountering all these pent of emotions, um, you know, these subconscious feelings and, mm-hmm. and these old energy patterns, really, that I had just adapted to because I was, um, you know, under the influence of an unavailable mother and an abusive mother. Um, so what happened was when I started my business, I enrolled to get a business coach who's also an amazing intuitive coach. And her Mm -hmm. strategy is that when you run a business, everything in your subconscious and your personal life will Mm -hmm. come up Mm -hmm. and act as resistance to your business Mm -hmm. success. So in order to stay, you know, successful and prosper, you are forced to confront everything that's holding you back. So it's been quite a journey. And for the past couple months, um, you know, as as that business has been growing, you go deeper and deeper and, you know, pull out more of the things that are holding you back that you had not looked at before. And absolutely, like, the child self um, was projecting this emotionally unavailable mother to on all these people who actually loved me. And I was a- operating in my own environment of I'm not loved, I'm not supported, I'm going to be replaced, I'm going to be rejected, I'm going to be abandoned, watch everything you do. Um, don't trust, don't commit to relationships, even to the people who say they love you and who have loved you because I'm not sure if life can really be this good and I'm not sure if I can trust again. And all of those energy patterns were coming up. Um, and, you know, I would have tantrums. I would have, I would act out and I would realize it scared me so much when I kind of came back down to earth and down into my body and my mom talked to me and, like, you know, kind of stood me still and I was like, wow, I I can so easily convince myself that this other fearful reality exists if I'm not clear in my energetic space, if I'm not actively working to be present with what reality is for me now and how great life is. So, yeah, and, um, you know, you absolutely a person needs to address. Um, as it comes up, not forcing it, because that's, that's false addressing, but as it's coming up, um, address the emotions that are coming up, address the projections um, it's amazing how much I've projected onto other people, you know, and that creates a false reality. So definitely, 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 um, when these emotions come up from your childhood, whatever other traumatic events or experience you've had, you need to address them and you need to talk, clear clear them, and we can talk about that too. 
Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I you, you will hear. I'm, I'll, I'll play that later. But uh, a forward that was done by one of my um, my clients, a dear friend of mine, who hired me as a business coach, and he talked about what you just said. You know, it's like unless unless you know, he didn't realize that dealing with personal issues can really you know bring him to to be more successful, obviously in his business and stuff. And uh, but I'll let him you know say it in later time. So tell us a little bit about your business about the Clearing Clinic and the work that you do? Well, the Clearing Clinic is one segment of my overarching business, which is Mm -hmm. NadiaPowers.com. You know, I mainly, well, not mainly, but like I said, I'm a fundamentally creative person. We all are. Um, And, you know, I love, you know, acting. It's it's my, my big thing. But in addition, I also love, you know, working with my recovery process and helping other people with theirs, you know, because everyone at some point is recovering from something. Um. So basically, my business, um, I founded it in late 2012, um, and, you know, I've been intuitive since a very young age, so I was always experimenting with different ways of, you know, tapping into my like, intuition, the Akashic Records, um, which is a term people are beginning to understand mm-hmm. more, and just to let, you know, listeners know, that's basically like a universal collective consciousness. Um, Carl Jung talks about it in psychology a lot. Um and with my intuition, I'm able to access these records, if permitted, by my clients um, and offer them a larger, wider, universal perspective on what it is that's holding them back in their life right now. And mm-hmm. um, basically in the clearing clinic, I will do you know a one-hour um, over-the-phone clearing for you. And prior to that, I'll have gone into your Akashic Records to kind of do intuitive research about you because um, if we don't know exactly, you know, what energy patterns, um, the source of, I guess, the symptom, like the source of, you know, your stagnancy in your life or your unhappiness, um, we're not really going to be able to convince our minds why and how to shift out of to shift out of them. Um, so, yeah, I will go and do, like, intuitive scope in your Akashic Records, and then we'll do a clearing, which is over the phone, um, and I use a dowsing pendulum. So, you know, before the clearing, I set an intention, and I do an invocation um, so that my energetic guidance team is with me and the client. Um, usually the client can just be any old place and just in a quiet environment. And um, while we're discussing, um, you know, possible blocks in their life and, and um, things they're, they're running up against, um, I'll just be clearing on the side. Um, so it works in tandem like that. It's kind of like a tandem process, um, both coaching and um, clearing energetically. Well, sounds good. I mean, if we can get somebody to, uh, can you do a, like a, a quick reading for somebody if they call um, in? I don't, I don't do free readings. Um, I okay. just kind of begin okay. the money story. Um, okay. okay. And then I've learned, but yes, you're always welcome to call me for a free consultation. Okay, no problem. We definitely will give out that information. So it's www.nadiapowers.com. And actually, okay. um, just to, if you want to see the clearing clinic directly, uh, you should go to www theclearingclinic.com. Okay, no problem. And we, we will repost that for you. Uh, let's take a little quick break and we will be right back. Hi, this is Kate William Spencer of Your Thoughts, Your Reality Radio. Come and join us every Tuesday and Thursday for enlightening, humorous, and intriguing conversations with my guest or just a monologue of thoughts that I share, all to help you look at life and your choices differently. For more information, go to ytyrradio.tk. That's ytyrradio.tk. Everyone in life needs a coach, and I mean everyone. The problem is when I met Rhea Wilkie in the fall of 2008, I would never have agreed with that statement. I thought things were going fine. I had just opened up my own law practice, and I stumbled upon Rhea Wilkie through a mutual friend. I started working with Rhea Wilkie as a way to help me with my professional practice. And what I came to learn is that my professional practice, my opportunities business-wise, was so closely intertwined with my personal 
life and that making changes in my personal life was the surest, most direct way to enhance my professional life. I had no idea at that time that issues like self-esteem, passion, self-growth, self-development, relationship with people, which seemed like personal issues, were really issues that were driving my professional life. Rhea helped me so greatly get through these personal issues, and the results were almost astounding and unexpected in my professional life, that once I dealt with personal issues, my professional practice flourished. I'm so grateful for having met Rhea Wilkie. I'm so grateful for her friendship, and I'm very happy that she is bringing her technique on this audio CD, offering it to all those who are interested. Ken Kaplan, 2013. Thank you. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, everybody. This is Coach Rhea. You are listening to Your Life Now radio show, and I am your host. This was uh, a little forward from my um, dear friend, Ken Kaplan. So welcome back, Nadia and everybody. Uh, so before the break, we'll talk about energy, clearing, we'll talk about healing. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the healing process. What are some of the things that you would say, you know, that we should really start looking into to really begin the process of healing? Because it is a process. It's not like click, switch on, you know, click on a switch and everything is going to disappear. You know, everything requires steps. Everything requires for us to really follow, you know, a process and, and, and be at, at ease with ourselves, I guess. That's what I want to say. So, yeah, um, yeah please tell well, us. Well, I think first and foremost, even though it sounds really simple, it's always the best way to start. Um, if you are really, truly in a place where you want to be better and you want to live a life that's happier, Set your intention for that. And that can be as simple as, you know, I remember one time, one thing that I feel like changed my whole life was I was laying down um, in a bed and I was looking out over this this amazing, like, um, like scenery, which is now my backyard, and I was like, I wish this could be my life. And two mm-hmm. months later, it happened. And we really do have the power to manifest things, and mm-hmm. this, the True. same goes with healing. So if we send, set the intention that, and, and you're, you're truly, truly in your heart of hearts, you really want to be happy because that's what it takes. Um, you set the intention and you'll see that support systems and kind of guidance, um, like figures of guidance will come into your life. Like for me, it's been my mom and other people who um, will not let you, um, will not let you get the best of you. They're going to hold a clear energetic space and kind of be a mirror back to you. Um, so that you can see and continue to work on the issues that are holding you back. And like you said, you know, one of the first steps is all, of always, always reaching out for help. Um, mm-hmm. You can never, like no one can ever heal you. That's the thing. They can only right. help you exactly. see an enlarged perspective of what you need mm-hmm. to heal, and that's what I do with my work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always a, gro- a joint effort, and you are the mm-hmm. one who's actually making the energetic shifts. Absolutely. So definitely reach out for help, um, but do not expect the other person to do your healing for you. Um, you'll just get into a lot of stagnant patterns of, you know, investing in things and then realizing, why am I not getting the return? Well, you're not right. doing the um, And then what else? I'm trying to think. Um, really well, quiet your you mind. With this. Well, I'm sorry. No, I was okay. no, go you. Ahead. No, I was trying to help you with your thinking process because I know sometimes we lose our thoughts. But, you know, I, I, I think it's really, really important. I mentioned that in um, before the break when we talked about you need to want to be helped and you need to want to, you know, make that shift and make that change, you know, because like someone like me, someone like you who are really basically providing tools and really seeing it on the outside and showing you the picture that we see, right, and then, therefore, we're giving you the tools and, like, for you, because you're working also with, you know, a different type of things, you know, than what I do, uh, on the energetic level, you know, it has to be joint venture for it to yeah. work. You know, it has to be two, you know, the in and out, right? So, um, and if that is not there, then you're missing something. It's not complete. And, therefore, the process will not be complete either. 
So, um, and and so, you know, take us on a, like a um, a journey, you know, to say, you know, if I was to say, you know, um, Nadia, um, can you do some clearing for me? What are some of the things that you really, you know, would ask me or like, you know, get me to think about? Sure. Well, um, like, like for a clearing process, what I would do first of all is like I would go into your in, your Akashic records. So I'll give you an example. Um, like let's say somebody is having a lot of problems in their marriage. Let's say they're not being supported in their marriage. Let's say um, they feel overpowered by their spouse. They feel their identity is wrapped up in their spouse. And then also in tandem with that, let's say um, – they are, you know, not pulling in financially what they want to be making and they're not living the life of their dreams, they're not living, you know, with passion. Um, well, those are some great things that I can use to go into the Akashic Records and see the higher picture, see the energy behind that. What source of, um, you know, scarcity or lack are you coming from in your life where you you create these situations for yourself? Um, and then, you know, once I've I've kind of addressed that problem and I've gotten in my own you know, head, you know, what the higher perspective is, um, when we're doing a clearing, um, we'll just talk about that. And basically, the clearing is passive. So um, I'll just be working with my dowsing pendulum on the side once the energetic intention is, is set. Um, there's a very, like, my, my pendulum will sort of move until it swings in, in a motion right. that signifies completion. Mm-hmm. And um, I really don't have to do anything other than energetically hold the space with you. Um, so that part is pretty much passive on your, on your end. You'll probably feel things shifting. A lot of people get en- energy gathered in their heads, and then it's often good to go to sleep, and you wake up and feel, like, very refreshed and renewed. Um, oftentimes, like, people feel it in different body parts, and that signifies the body releasing different things. Um, so the clearing itself is, you know, is passive i want to say even though it's we're very actively like working like you know helping you like stay in clarity it's not about like oh well let's let's clear this right now we're talking about this and you need to get clear on this um we'll just let the energy take that because sometimes if you um put words to things and and try to overthink and analyze things while you're clearing it inhibits the energy of actually oh yeah because now you put in a lot of right exactly you're changing the shifting the 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 energy on the energy level right yeah, and so right. instead of talking about that, like let's let the energy take care of you, and then we can talk about ways to, for you to implement the things we're discovering in your Akashic records, like the higher perspective, into your life. So what changes do you need to make? Who do you need to, um, you know, come clean with? Or um, how are you hiding? And, and what ways can we, you know, help you not hide? And I often say, you know, Passion is the one thing in your life and creativity that's going to get you in your absolute space of clarity. So what makes you come alive? How can you find a way to do that in your life Um, and make it sort of the sun around which all of the planets, the other different aspects of your life revolve around? Um, And, like, so if you have a family and you're just feeling completely disempowered or dispassionate um, about your life and you want to be able to show up for your family more, absolutely find the thing that makes you come alive and it's not like you're prioritizing selfish interests over you know familial interests actually if you focus on the things that are going to help you feel more at peace and in in clarity you'll be a bigger support system to your family um so Mm -hmm. always you know always make the balance of paying attention to how to stay in your clearest space never Mm -hmm. selfish um Mm -hmm. because Actually, our innate desire to connect is the primary one and to serve and help others. It's the, it's the primary one, I believe. So in order to do that, we have to make sure we're clear in our space. Okay. Well, you know, again, I um, I, I find it interesting that, you know, that you uh, use the uh, pendulum to do muscle testing because I do muscle testing, but I don't use pendulum. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's so many different forms of doing muscle testing. And for people who don't know what muscle testing is, um, would you like to explain it or would you want me to Sure, yeah. Well, for muscle testing, it's basically um, the truth that your body cannot support a lie. So a lot of people do it differently. Like sometimes you can outstretch your arm and right. um, someone will ask you a question and, and depending on your response, like your arm will go down or stay up involuntarily depending on if you're telling the truth with your response or not. So with um, a pendulum, what I do is you can you actually program your own pendulum. So you could say, pendulum, please swing clockwise to show me a yes or a strong response. Nice. And it'll swing clockwise. Then you could say pendulum. Please swing counterclockwise to show me a no or weak. And then um, another one that's really important is pendulum. Please swing side to side to show me complete. 
And complete um, can mean, you know, after you've done a clearing or channeled energy, there's, you know, it's time to take a break to let your body integrate it. Or sometimes there are some, you know, questions that are really not in your highest interest to ask, and oftentimes um, the pendulum will swing complete because it's not the right time. Um, you know, our session here is complete, so it's important to pay attention and be respectful of that. That is um, amazing because, you know, like I said, I use it on my own self. I, I do the, like, sort of a kinesiology, you know, where you do the fingers or I do, like, stand it mm-hmm. up. And mm-hmm. and I say, you know, if you move forward or move backward, depends on, you know, you have to, first of all, accept the answer. That's one of the things. I don't know if you do the same thing before you do the uh, uh, pendulum. Um, where, you know, in your mind, you know, obviously when I do on myself or do on my clients, you know, it's like, you know, I want them to l- literally you know, um, tune in, you know, get inside, you know, and say, you know what, I accept the answer no matter what, you know, so you don't manipulate, you know, the answers, because I think it's easy for us to manipulate the answer because we can be thinking about it more. I think you just let, you know, the energy through you really, you know, guide you to where if it's something is good or not good for you. Um, Exactly. And it works. It works. I use it. I'm telling you, I use it myself all the time. <laughs> Isn't that helpful for everyday living? It's yeah. great. Fantastic. Fantastic. I have to tell you, I, I, I highly recommend that people check that out. Of course, I, AFT is one of the things that I'm I'm very passionate about, too, the, um, the emotional freedom techniques where you do the tapping, mm-hmm. you know, to clear some of the things, too. Um, you know, so there's a lot of different forms, and I think, you know, what you do is amazing because I actually have somebody that I – um, that I do some work with who uses all these tools, you know, to do some energy clearing and stuff like that. Um, can you, you know, just quickly again, you know, because, you know, we've been saying that word, you know, quite often, and uh, I just want to make sure our listeners exactly understand the the, um, the word um, uh, Akashic Records. Yeah. Um, they pass things. So please, you know, elaborate a little bit more about, you know, where what, what are they and why they're so, you know, Sure. Well, um, Akashic stems from the the word Akasha, which means life. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically the person who coined the term Akashic Records was Edgar Cayce, um, who was the sleeping prophet of the 20th century. He was actually one of the first people, I feel like, in the modern world who came out and said, um, you know, there is more to us than our waking waking consciousness. We have a shared universal collective consciousness. And we can figure out how to heal ourselves and, you know, make our lives better by accessing these Akashic records. Um, and they're also, co- like, commonly referred to, another word is the Book of Life. And I know a lot of, you know, religions believe it's, it's that's the Bible or a certain, like, religious text. Um, but in this context, it's actually talking about, you know, the universal Book of Life, and we each have our own individual chapters in it. Um, so basically, um, it's like everyone has... Um, like I said, it's like a chapter in this giant um, shared book. Um, and we're all able to access our chapter. And within this chapter, we have our higher self usually participates um, like in, in guiding you through your records. And this part of you understands what you need to do to be most successful in your life. And again, going with the theme, not being fearful and, and navigating towards love. Um, what decisions are in your highest interest, um, you know, you can access information about past lives or, I guess, metaphors, if you don't believe in past lives, to things that are occurring in your life right now. Um, you can also access your future self. I don't believe in predicting the future, but, um, you know, if we, don't, if we believe that there is no time and all is now, um, we can certainly draw in, you know, predicted stream of events that could happen in the future. And then based on this knowledge and knowing of what could happen, given your current circumstances and your current That's actions. exactly what I was going to say. If you want to know what your future is going to look like, Check what you're doing right now. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, with that higher perspective, we can, you know, reconfigure our perspectives on how to be happier and, and to change our, our, our patterns. Um, and, you know, the most, well, not the most, but it, this is always the most, I guess, magical part about them for me is that you can connect with your energetic guidance team, and that consists of, you know, angels, um, your spirit guides, ascended masters, um, and you know, these beings of light are so high vibrational, um, you can really only channel them and, and communicate with them in the records. And just the unbiased, unconditionally loving messages they always have to give you, no matter what um, badness you think you've incurred, will just make you realize we're all innately good and we just need to shift our perspective about things and they can dissolve like water, you know. Some, some of our like hardest blockages are we're so confused about things all we need is a higher perspective, and that's what the records yeah. are going to be able to give you. So true. 
So true. Well, my friend, we're going to be wrapping it up. So let me take a little break. I'm going to play a little bit of your piano. Thank uh, you. <laughs> we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Awesome. Welcome back, my friends. This is Kotria. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. Today, uh, my guest is Nadia Powers. She is a channel creativity expert and an actress, improviser, pianist. You just heard some of her um, music there. A writer and entrepreneur. She's leading her life her own way at age 20. Yes, you've heard it right, at age 20. Um, welcome back, Nadia. What Thank a beautiful you. music! I, you know, what? I am like, I see. I'm. I think music is the way our souls talk to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I'm definitely like, I mellow out when I hear like beautiful music, like your piano or the clarinet that David plays. It's just amazing. So yeah, it really is amazing. Yeah, yeah how powerful oh, music is. My pleasure, my pleasure. So we are wrapping up the show. So I, you know, I have a couple more questions for you and. Um, so um, we, before the break, we talked about clearing, and we talked about some of the process. We talked about the Akashic records and what they are, and thanks for, you know, for enlightening us, because that's something that really, I mean, it, it basically the way I look at it in a simple way, it's uh, your past, uh, you know, it's gone, right? So we know that, you know, Mother Teresa, it's like one of my, if you go to my website, that's the first thing you see. You know, yesterday is gone, tomorrow has not come, all we have is today, let's start. But, however... You know, the cycle will continue on if we don't deal with things that were in our past because, you know, they will still be there. So I think, you know, whether it's in this lifetime or past lifetime, if you believe in that, if you don't, that's okay. We're not here to convince you otherwise. But I think past experience, past situation need to be dealt with. They are there, you know, they are history. Yet it's a history that we can learn from to grow and to improve on. And, uh, you know, so I'm I'm totally, you know, 100% with you on your work and what you do. And I, you know, really, truly encourage people to go to your website and check out, you know, theclearingclinic.com, correct? Yes. Okay. So now before we go off the air, um, you know, you say that um, healing with the mind's eyes, what do you mean by that? I, I read that, you know, in one of your blogs. Um, one of your the title of your blog, Healing with the Mind's Eyes. Can you briefly explain what that means? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I know I wrote that blog post a while ago. But what um, do you mean by healing with the mind's eye? I mean, I know it's like a third eye, you know, okay, the third eye chakra, but is that what you mean? Oh, you know, I, now I don't know. Now I know. So I remember we were talking, you know, earlier in the show, you know, how our thoughts, you know, create everything and how, you know, overthinking is such a common thing. And I have so struggled with overthinking. Every single day I have to make sure I'm not overthinking. Right. But this blog post in particular was about, um, wow, can you imagine the incredible things we can manifest, me included, for ourselves, um, if we shift the amount of thoughts we have worrying around fear and worrying around, you know, you know, just insecurity and uncertainty, if we just, you know, reapply our perspective and instead think think like crazy about happiness, you know, think like crazy about um, positive change and like positive, you know, growth in our lives, can you imagine how much more quickly we would manifest things and how much more quickly as a society we could evolve and like kind of expand more so, um, mm-hmm. you know, we could connect better with each other and, and things would improve? Um so it, that was just actually a thought in, in my blog, and it was kind of just like a little a little thought or realization, I guess you would call it. But it's it something that. behind it, though, which, you know, you explained it very well, and, and that's why I was trying to see, you know, because, I mean, obviously, if we can't see the healing process ourselves, it's, it's you know, I mean, I was I had, with my, one of my clients today on the phone, we were talking about an issue that, you know, he was dealing with, and I said, you know, unless you see it happening in your front you know, right there, laying out for you, 
um, you are not going to be very clear about it. And, it, and things are going to get really difficult for you to achieve it because you don't believe it. You got to really um, believe the process that you know it is happening. It will happen, and uh, I deserve it. You know, and the healing is like we talked about before. It's a gift. It's the best gift you get. You can give yourself. You know, right. to heal. Um, and not to hold on to past, you know, hurts and pain and crutches, whatever, like, you know, it was going on in your past. So one more question, and uh, we will let you go on with your life for today. <laughs> and I hope to come have you on again, and I'm sure we'll be yeah. having that because the time flew by so fast. You talk about, you know, bite-sized reality checks. Mm-hmm. Are you referring to, like, steps, taking steps, you know, not really taking in everything all at one time because life throws a lot of things at us and life happens all the time. What, what do you mean by that? Can you? Yeah, tell? well, I know, okay. I know we're trying to get to the bigger idea, but just to you know clarify, that was a little exercise that I posted on my website. You know, if if you just blink your eyes, if you just blink your eyes really really hard, close and then open them and keep doing that in shorter and shorter increments, you realize that you know every time you open your eyes, it's essentially a new rea- reality with infinite possibilities, infinite. Um, opportunities for you to just lead your life and do whatever you want, change, be the person you want to be instantly in a second. So the thought behind that is um, energy, we can shift in and out of energy in a second if we want to. Like, we really can. And to convince ourselves that it's difficult to change or that it's difficult to move past hurt is an illusion. It's just really comfortable to stick in. Well, yeah, because, you know, we're always comfortable with our, you know, what we think, uh, you know. Yeah. So the easy way. It's just really, really important, I guess, then, like you said, you know, it's always good to be in that clear space and in tune with reality. And for me, the one thing that really made that possible was human, true human connection to another person who I completely trusted, who unconditionally loved me. And, um, you know, when something in your life becomes so much more worth um, your time and energy than your problems, your problems will find a very fast way to go away. Um, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my friend, leave us with something that is positive for our listeners to um, to take them, you know, take us off the air. Okay. Um, what just popped into my mind is go buy yourself a 12-pack of Crayola crayons and draw <laughs> whatever is on your mind right now because, actually, that's going to help you get into your heart and just feel happier. And, you know, actually, do a drawing every day if you can. <laughs> Oh, that's that's great. You know, I I actually used to do that, and I'm I'm you know we all have a creativity, and this is the, the interesting part of it. But I'm one of those people who do have a lot of. I wear a lot of different hats as a mother, as a as a wife, as a you know, and and so many different things. But I have to tell you, if you see some of my work, like what the hell was you on? You know, <laughs> but it but it felt good. It felt good to do. You know, I'm like, I can't say that I'm a, I am an artist, but I love to just like express myself. And I said some, you know, whether in writing and whether it, in, in drawing or whatever, I think the soul wants to express itself through us. Nadia, my friend, you are an amazing. I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. You know, from the bottom of my heart for being my guest, for being such a true inspiration to us all. And I hope to have you on the show again. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Oh, you are amazing. Until next time, my friend. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Okay, my friend. Well, this has concluded our show for today. I will um, just wanted to make one more announcement before we go off the air. My book, Your Life, Your Way, it is available right now on Amazon for a really low price, and I hope you all take you know advantage of it. I actually put the link to um, the book uh, um, on Amazon down in the show page, so please check it out. You know, I love to hear your feedback. I'm always asking you to reach out to me and ask, tell me how I can help you or be in service to you. And, uh, you know, it's um, you are amazing and you make me feel, I mean, I feel so great doing what I do and I thank you. I owe it all to you because without your support, without your, you know, uh, feedback and, 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 and making me feel good about what I do, I wouldn't be doing it you know, such a good job about it. So I thank you. I thank you with all my heart. Until next time, thank you so much. I love what Maya Angelou had to say about the power of the spoken word. She said, I quote, Words mean more than what is set down on paper. 
it takes the human voice to infuse them with deeper meaning, end quote. And that is the reason I made the decision to put my words into an audiobook. So please check out my spoken words in my new audiobook, Your Life, Your Way. The 10 must-have goals to improve your life. It's now available. You can either go to my website at www.coachingbyria.com and purchase it there. You can also download the book from iTunes by going to the link I provided in the show page or simply go to iTunes stores and put my name in the search, Coach Ria Wilkie, and you will be able to download the audiobook from there. And I do thank you all for doing so. And if you um, like to write a review, please do so. And I'm always grateful to be in service. Thank you.